Welcome to Conversations with Mayi Lenz. That's me. I'm your host, a photographer obsessed with helping women lead unapologetically. On this show, you will hear not only from me, but from other amazing women who inspire me and are making a difference in the community. What does that mean, leading unapologetically? To me, it's leading from a place of authenticity without apologies. In other words, not seeking approval for being yourself, what you care for, and value. My goal with this podcast is to inspire and help women develop powerful confidence in themselves and recognize the value we bring to the community and the world as a whole. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom, entrepreneur, pursuing a career, or growing your business, we are here to build each other up. Let's learn and grow together. Today, it's a special episode because this is something that I don't practice. (laughs) In this episode, I'm having a conversation with Natalie Bivens. She is a master aesthetician. If skincare is confusing or overwhelming for you, you are in the right place today. Natalie loves educating women to cut through the confusion, get the clarity that you need to look good and feel good and get your confidence back. Hi, Natalie. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I am so excited too. (laughs) I have many questions, so let's see if I can keep it under an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's first start with uh, why skincare is important and what are some of the misconceptions regarding skincare? Okay, I think that question kind of goes into one answer. And skin is actually an organ. It is the largest organ of your body and it is trying to function as an organ. And so a lot of times our misconception is that it's just for aesthetics. It's just to look and you want your skin to look good. And that's kind of the end of it. But in order for it to look good, it needs to be healthy. And your skin is trying to perform certain things for you. And if it isn't healthy, it can't perform those functions for you. So Mm. that really overall, your skin is a really big indication as far as how healthy you are as well. And it can reflect things that are happening on the inside of your body is, and so that you can see, you know, rashes or acne or pigmentation, things like that, where your body is trying to tell you something. And that's kind of the form of communication that you have with your body as well. So there's a lot of different ways your body communicates, but your skin is one of them. Wow. Yeah. I was, can you elaborate a little bit on the skin being an organ? Before we started the recording, I was, I was telling you that I was listening to one of your, where you were a guest on a podcast and you mentioned something about the skin being an organ. And I was like, wait, what, what is this <laughs> skin being an organ? <laughs> it was true. a little confusing. <laughs> It's true. I mean, it's so shocking when people actually learn that and they're just like, wait, what? And it kind of helps change your perspective on skin and how to take care of your skin and why you're taking care of it. Instead of it's just like some people are just, you know, one side of the the pendulum where they're just like, I don't care and it's fine, whatever. And then other people are on the other side, like you've got to make it look perfect and, you know, the all the aesthetics. But once you realize it's an organ of your body, just like any other organ. and we always take so much time and energy, you know, taking care of our heart or our liver or our lungs, whatever it may be that you're concerned about. 
But a lot of times we don't view skin as an organ and it really does have many functions. And a lot of times we don't realize one of the functions of our, our um, skin is to detoxify. And so if you are not cleaning out your system daily, then the load on your skin is heavier. And that can come out in breakouts and rosacea or acne or rashes or hives, like many different ways. And so just that's just one function of our body or skin. But it kind of all is encompassing. You really need to take care of all organs of your body and your skin is your largest organ. So really, really important for your for you to take care of your skin. Yeah, I want to circle back on the rosacea part and why now I'm getting why skincare is so important now that I'm getting a little bit older. (laughs) (laughs) We can cover that a little bit, but I skipped um, the part where I ask you to tell me a little bit about your story, because there's always a story behind what we why we do the things that we do. And I'm sure that this has to do with why you started, you know, being, uh, become yes. a, a statistician or is that, if that's part of your story, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sorry, I yeah, skipped you, uh, through that. Sure. <laughs> You're fine. You're I was fine. so excited to go through the, <laughs> right to the organ. It's an organ. <laughs> Um, yes, so I became a master at master esthetician 20 years ago. And it was just a little bit before that, and my skin just broke out. It's it like just acne all over my cheeks and everything. And I didn't know, right? You don't have the knowledge, you don't have the understanding. And so I thought it it felt to me like it just came out of nowhere. It just was like boom, one one day it was just there. And so my personality is to research and read and learn and, and try to dig in and try to find an answers. And so that's what I was doing. I was reading any book that had anything to do about skincare or health or anything to do with acne. I would be that person in the store that would be in any aisle that had skincare. I'd be there and I'd be grabbing the things that said acne on it because I'm like, well, it says acne and I have acne, so this should make it better, right? And so I was just doing all of these things and it wasn't curing my acne. And at one point I was drinking so much water, like I was diluting any electrolyte because one of the books had said you, because you've got to flush it out. And so I was just like overdoing it. And that's the thing is I think so many times we as women and, and, and men as well, we don't know enough to know how to filter information. Right. So we have all of this information available to us, but we don't know how to filter it and apply it to ourselves. And that's the stage I was at. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just kept trying all these different things. And then on top of that, I also have sensitive skin. And so when I was grabbing these um, acne products and putting them on, it would be even worse. And I would have dryness and irritation and rashing my skin would flake and it was itchy and burning and and so I was just like, I, I don't know. I was, I was so lost and so frustrated and thought that I was doing everything that I should be doing. And that's about the time where somebody said, Hey, you know, something about an esthetician. I was like, what is that? Cause this is like 20 years ago, right? Like, <laughs> it's not as common. It wasn't as common. And so they started telling me about it. And I was like, that's it. That's what I need to do. And so I found a school and went and I have loved it ever since. And, and I, I feel like one thing when I, I'm on a mission to do is help women understand their skin. Like they don't need to know everybody's skin. They don't need to understand everything about everybody's skin. They just need to know 
their skin so that they're not in that place where I was. And I know so many women are where you're just like, I don't even know what to do anymore. You know, you're watching these YouTube videos and you're following the celebrities and you're doing all of these things that you think are right, but you don't know how to filter it down to your skin. And so that's kind of where I started. And that's, that's really the reason where I am now is because I really want to help women understand how to filter that information for their skin. Yeah, I was, um, I'm, I'm right now, I am in the position you were 20 years ago. <laughs> so for somebody like me that, what, what is the difference between the aesthetician and, uh, and the dermatologist? So the dermatologist sees the skin more medically. And so if you have like a spot or one issue or something like that, that's when you go to the dermatologist and that's great. And that's where they fill in. Um, for aesthetician, we're going to treat, we can help treat rosacea and pigmentation and acne and all of these things. And we help you with um, home care regimen. Home care regimens are so incredibly important. They are 80% of the progress you're going to make with your skin is a home care. And so um, seeing an esthetician is really important to get that home care that is specific to your skin, like your issues, your skin tone, your skin type, and your skin goals that you're trying to achieve. So that's where that comes in. And I do virtual consultations where I work with women and give them the products that they need so that they can start making progress. And then what it does for them is it's it's actually amazing. It frees them in a, in a way that they're not searching Instagram and YouTube. They're not spending so much, so many hours and hours of your time and your brain power, just like worrying about it, thinking about it. What should I do? And, 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 and it really actually saves you money as well, because you're buying these really incredible products that are actually going to give you results. And you have somebody telling you how to use them, when to use them, and why you're using them, which is really important to understand all of those as far as skincare. Because I think a lot of times, you know, if you're worried about rosacea, like you said, or acne or uh, aging, anything like that, and you see the kits, you know, you buy those kits at the store and they say, whichever one, and you just buy the kit and you're using it. But the thing is, is you actually can use things improperly and it can harm you. So maybe the ingredient right. is actually really helpful for you, but if you use it improperly, then it's not going to help and it could cause problems. So that's where the esthetician comes in as far as really giving you exactly what you need and telling you how to use it. So it's kind of a coach coaching you. Pretty, to do yeah, it. yeah. And giving, yeah, exactly. And giving you the, the, the tools that you need and um, filter that you need as well to filter the information. Awesome. And I just throw that in there because I'm a visual learner and, and I have to like visually, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this can be this. So yeah. I have to put it in my head like, oh, you're kind of a coach, like where a dermatologist, yeah. I just go once and and she'll yeah. see me in yeah. six months or whatever. Exactly. More like yeah. hand That's in hand. Awesome. Beautiful way to put it. Yes. <laughs> and the reason why I asked you this because, um, and I wanted it to circle back to Rosacea is because as a teenager, I never had to worry about any of these things because my skin was kind of, I, I think if I can remember, it was normal. So I, it wasn't, it wasn't oily. It wasn't dry. It was just normal. I didn't have yeah. no acne until I noticed when I will eat certain things, um, I will get like a pimple here and there, but they will go away and they disappear. Um, 
so let's talk a little bit about rosacea or acne at an older age. How do we know that we're getting that? And I've noticed that I can see, like right now, I put a little bit of, uh, I have a little um, foundation here. So just when I see it appears. <laughs> and <laughs> my doctor told me a long time ago that I had rosacea, but I was like, rosacea, what is that? Because I, I don't see it because I have a pretty dark skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see the red. I don't know if you can tell, but you, you can still so see the right red. Now. I just put a little bit of foundation, but then I can, I started noticing in the tip of my nose that it was red. And I'm like, what is this thing? And I'm like, oh, so maybe that is the rosacea. I have to go and see a dermatologist. But how do we know in older skin? Because I, I feel like my skin has been changing and now it's a little dry. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Your skin is definitely going to change through through the seasons. And that's, again, going back to how I teach women is to recognize those changes like you just did, like, because your skin is always changing hormonal fluctuations and weather. And if you move to a new climate or you get a new job and like, there's so many factors that can cause changes in your skin. And so you need to be able to recognize those. Um, As far as the rosacea goes. So as an esthetician, I cannot diagnose rosacea because that is a medical term, but I can treat it and I can help you with it and we can get you on a regimen and all of that stuff. But the way that you're going to know that it's rosacea is you're going to have, it usually starts through the cheek area, a little bit on the nose, and you're going to have the redness, the capillaries that you can kind of see through there, the kind of the vascular activity, and it will kind of come and go a little bit. So depending on if you're a vigorous exerciser or like hot, hot showers or spicy foods, um, alcohol, tobacco, things like this are going to kind of have it flare up. And when they, um, when you're, you know, they can calm down, but the more you cause it to flare up, the more it will flare up. And then, um, emotional issues like stress, heavy stress and things like that can also cause it to flare up as well. So with rosacea, it starts like that, just kind of the redness through the cheeks and you keep it under control. There's a lot of like creams that we can recommend and, and, uh, things that we can do. But with rosacea, you really have to be careful and and confident in whoever is treating you with your skin because you don't want to aggravate it. And so you've got to make sure that the products you're using are not going to aggravate it. And there's certain things that you want to stay away from and certain things you want to use. Um, And then as, as it progresses, you can kind of get textured skin. It'll be kind of rough textured skin. You'll get more redness that doesn't kind of calm down after a while. It'll just kind of be there. Um, And then you're going to get kind of a pustule papule type look to it as well. So then sometimes at this stage, it's misdiagnosed as acne. And then we use, uh, you know, somebody uses the acne stuff on it, which is going to make it more aggravated. So it's kind of a vicious cycle. So it is important if you feel like you might have rosacea, go see a dermatologist and get a diagnosis and make sure, you know, that this is acne or this is rosacea. And so you can kind of tell the difference and then you can, it's a little easier for you to work from there with either one, right? Then you know what to use, what ingredients to use, how to work with it, how to treat it. So I mentioned something when I was younger that what I was eating sometimes will affect, and it was pretty much male. (laughs) I was careful to eat on my sandwiches male because I will get a pimple the next day. Uh, So how (laughs) much of what we eat affects our skin? Um, In general or with rosacea, are you speaking? In in general. In general. 
in general, it has a huge effect on your skin, huge effect on your skin. Uh, what you put in your body is going to reflect on your skin. So if you have, you know, a terrible diet and it's full of processed foods and stuff like that, you might have great skin for a while, but eventually it's going to catch up to you. Um, and so really you want to make sure you're getting all of the different areas of food. You want your fruits and vegetables. You want lots of those because you're going to get your vitamins and your minerals and your fiber from there, which is really important for your skin to get all of those. And you want to get your protein and water. Your body is made up of protein and water. Your cells are protein and water. And so if you're not taking in enough, then your body is not going to have enough to work with. And then one thing that I always recommend that I know a lot of people are scared of just because of past um, things that people have talked about is fats, good fats. Your skin needs good fats. Your body needs good fats. Um, it's really important to get those for the proper function down to a cellular level to get your good fats in. And so, um, and then your fiber is really important as well. Like we, I said, with the fruits and vegetables, but just make sure you're having all of that so that your body can function properly. So if you're not feeding enough for your internal organs to stay healthy, you're definitely not getting enough for your skin and it will start to reflect that in different ways. Wow. That's so great information. Okay, so let, let's say for someone who's always on, on the go, whether it's a busy solo entrepreneur or a busy mom or maybe someone like me who doesn't have a skincare routine other than just washing my face with water and putting some moisturizer when it feels dry, what will be um, a basic skincare regimen that you would recommend? Um, okay, as far as topically, Oh, let me go back to the first. Let's talk about internally first and then I'll go topically because <laughs> it's a two part, right? You've got to take care of it internally and you've got to take care of it externally. Um, and I actually have a free guide that goes through these things. When you said when you're stressed and you're busy and you're running around um, in my free guide, it talks about breath and how breath can actually affect your skin. And a lot of times we think, how is that going to make the connection, right? Like it doesn't, but like you've said before, like if you are, if we're stressed, um, anything like that can have an effect on your skin. If you have rosacea and you're stressed or feel anxious or something like that, it will show up in your skin. You'll get the flare up. And we all know when we're super stressed, you know, you're, if you're in school doing the finals as a teenager, you're going to get that big zit, right? The big pimple <laughs> on your face. Um, so your emotions have a lot to do with your skin. And so in this guide, I talk a lot about how little things that you can do that you don't think are related to your skin, but doing them a little bit every day is going to make a big difference on your skin because it'll put you in a calmer state and more of a, a, a being aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then for your skin as well, being aware of the care that you're taking for the organ. And then going back to topical, what I always recommend is four things at the very, very basic. <laughs> You're going to cleanse, exfoliate, moisturize, and sunscreen. And when you cleanse, I always say cleanse once in the morning and twice at night. And the reason you're going to cleanse in the morning is a lot of times I know we think, well, we cleansed at night and I just slept in my bed and I just washed my sheets. And so why do I have to cleanse in the morning? 
Well, as we mentioned previously, is one of the functions is to detoxify. And so during the night, when we think we're resting, our body is very hard at work. That is, it's repairing and replenishing everything and it's detoxifying. So your skin has removed all of this stuff that it has deemed, un, you know, unwanted. And so then if we just go and start putting moisturizer on and then we put our makeup on and we go for the day, well, it has the ability to reabsorb it. And so you're just kind of causing a cycle that your skin is working to get rid of, and you're just kind of putting it back on. And it's kind of a cycle like that. And then at night, I always say cleanse twice. Because the first cleanse, you want to get uh, all the makeup and the debris and the oils. And if you're touching, you know, your phone and your pets and everything you've been touching, and then you touch your face is on your face. You want to get all of that off. And then your second cleanse, you want to have a really good cleanser that's going to get into your pores and really clean out the pores and clean the skin really deeply. And hopefully if it's a good cleanser, it can deliver some good ingredients as well. And then your exfoliation, there are several different kinds. And again, this is where getting a consultation is really important because you want to get the right kind for your skin type, your skin tone, your skin conditions, and your skincare goals. But you're going to do that about once to two times a week. And then moisturize, even if you're oily, make sure you've got a moisturizer on. You're just going to go for more of a light, oil-free one. And then every day you want a sunscreen on, no matter the weather, overcast, cloudy, winter, snowy, it doesn't matter. Put your sunscreen on. When you said oil-free, if my skin is a, a kind of normal to dry, um, they just give me something that it's a, a, like a vitamin E oil. And I usually put it, put a little bit uh, in the morning or in the afternoon where whenever I feel my skin, it's getting a little dry. Is that what you meant? Like it has to be like oil free or? If you're really oily. So if you are feeling like by nine, 10 o'clock in the morning, you have an oil shine already, then, then I would consider you pretty oily. And, and actually when you go into having oily skin, there's a lot of other factors as well. And so oil is your body's protective layer. It's kind of trying to protect you. So one thing, if you're not drinking enough water internally, your body produces more oil because it's trying to compensate for the lack of hydration. And another thing is if you have stripped your protective barrier and there, and your body has no protection and it's kind of just open and, and out there kind of is lack of better term, it's going to produce more oil. So once you have filtered down and found out, okay, yes, I actually, I have oily skin, then you're going to go for oil-free moisturizers. But other than that, I mean, oil is good for your skin. It really, really is. You just want to make sure, again, you're having help picking out the oils um, and so that you get the right ones that aren't going to cause problems and congestion and irritation and stuff like that. Um, as far as your vitamin E oil, I would need to see what the carrier oils are in there because it's not just pure vitamin E but yeah vitamin e is is great for the skin oh awesome that's good to know <laughs> so you cover a lot what are some of um i'm sure you cannot cover all the ingredients but what would be like two or three ingredients that we should stay away from when we're looking for something uh walgreens or whatever pharmacy you go and get your <laughs> your skincare if you don't go to the big uh, department stores. <laughs> um, three things I always say is fragrances. 
stay away from fragrances. They are not necessary in products. They are only there for you to, you know, for that few minutes that you put it on. And if it's a good skincare line, they can do that with essential oils or botanicals. So fragrances, um, with the word fragrance, if you see that, it's usually way down on the end of the bottle because it's a smaller ingredient. But within that word, you can have hundreds to thousands of ingredients in there because it's wow. under the trademark. And as far as, you know, fragrance is, you know, so that um, it's protected. So they don't have to tell you all the things. And so to get that fragrance that you're putting on and you're inhaling and thinking is so wonderful, they can have hundreds to thousands of ingredients. So I would just say stay away from that. And especially because it can cause a lot of irritation and, and sensitivities. And, and especially if you are, um, if you're a sensitive type skin or you're sensitized and have kind of your skincare, your skin barrier is broken down, it can just cause more irritation and that stinging, burning, and then, and it can progress from there. Um, and then alcohols, I wouldn't recommend using an alcohol. I know we used to use, well, we, some people used to use these toners with their alcohol base. And so you cleanse your face and then you just rub all that alcohol in your face or you're just stripping that protective barrier from your skin. And so I definitely say stay away from those as well. And then top thing to look for when you're doing, looking for products is non-comedogenic. That can usually tell you you know, it's not going to clog your pores. It's not going to have things that are going to cause congestion and irritation and pustules, papules, all of that. So non-comedogenic, um, or it'll say non-clogging. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's now I'm going to be looking for everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it smells good, but it's not good for your skin. That's good. Too. Yeah. And, uh, and if yeah. it's, um, uh, alcohol, um, usually dries more a dried yeah. skin. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes with people who have oily skin, they try to get that alcohol because they want to remove that, but then it's actually just causing more problems for them. It's causing more oils for their skin. So just oh, try wow. to see. Wow. So let me switch it up a little. Um, okay. What is your perception of beauty? My perception of beauty is actually health. To be honest, it's it's help. I have seen women and men of all ages. And I mean, I was just sitting somewhere with my husband the other day and I said, Who's do you know that man? And he was like, No, <laughs> you and I was like, He has good skin. <laughs> and it it just really is, it's about the health of the skin. And you can take a 20-year-old who does not take care of their skin and it's dry and creepy, you know, just irritated and stuff like that that. And you can take a 50 to 60 year old who has beautiful, healthy skin. And I would pick the 50 to 60 year old as more beautiful because of the health of the skin. It's not to me, it's not about age or what they look like or where they come from. It really is about that health. And when you have that healthy skin, it will become that glowing skin that everybody's after that they want to have, right? That Instagram, Instagram ready skin. If that's even a real thing, it's mostly filters, but um, <laughs> that's <laughs> it's dry. But that's really where beauty is, is just that health from inside and that deep happiness from inside. And it comes out. I love it. And, and that glowing uh, skin that you were talking about, like I usually see that in, in pregnant women, they have the beautiful glow. And yes. I, I wonder if that's because the hormones and, you know, changes in their skin. 
And the fact that they're growing another living person yeah. I think it makes a difference. <laughs> but yeah, during pregnancy, your hormones are changing like crazy. And that's actually another time, I'm glad you brought that up, is another time that women are just so lost. I mean, they don't know what they're doing because their skin's changing. And then they're like, well, wait, what's happening? And and as they, you know, deliver the, the baby and then they go into breastfeeding and and then the stress and the lack of sleep and how that impacts your skin. And and yeah, it's that's another time that just having somebody be like, this is what you need. Now you can stop worrying about it. This is going to work. Here's how you do it. There you go. Now go and enjoy your pregnancy and baby. And <laughs> Oh, I love that. And the reason why I brought that up is because that's how I started my photography business in newborns and maternity. And okay. there was something of pregnant women that I, I loved. I, I still love it. I don't do it as much, but but I still love that. The beautiful glowing yeah. and pregnant women. That healthy glow that they have. It's true. Yes. Yes. Okay. Here's my next question. Okay. What, what was something that you stopped apologizing for that helped you level up in your business? Or in, in life in general? Oh, goodness. Um, I guess I, I would say stop apologizing, uh, stop apologizing for where I was at. Because um, sometimes I would look at other estheticians and think, oh, because I took some time off to have babies and do all of that. And I never stopped reading and, and learning, but I did stop kind of working in my craft for a while. And so I would start thinking, oh, they're so much further ahead. And if I wouldn't have stopped and, and, you know, just those different levels and not only in aesthetics, but also other areas of my life, you know, you look at other people and think I should probably be there. And how come I'm not where they are? But I think once I kind of like caught myself and realized what I was doing, it's okay. It's okay. Like we're all in different spaces. And I took time off to be a mother, which I do not regret for one minute. And so, I mean, just don't feel bad for where you are. It's okay. Like it doesn't No, there's no race. There's no like goal. There's no prize at the end to be the fastest one at a certain place. Um, and I think I have learned different things along the way compared to the people that I have been comparing myself to, right? They've learned different things as well and it's taken them different places. And I think if I would not have um, taken the path that I did, I wouldn't be where I am now. And I like where I am now. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. I love that so much. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, six years ago, when my sister passed away, I was in the same place. I was like, oh my God, I, I, I just, I, I didn't stop creating completely. I was creating more, um, for, for me personally, I did a, a um, gallery show. My goodness. I was looking for the word. <laughs> I did a gallery show and I, I did work more for personal growth mm -hmm. and, and yeah. to express what I was feeling and, you know, a few years passed by and I was like, my goodness, I will do jobs here and there. And, and that's where I was at, at the moment. I wasn't comparing much of, and I was kind of comparing a little because I was like, my God, that person in a good way though, that person started at the same time as me and they're so far ahead. What if I didn't stop or, or I but I was just processing all that pain yeah. or that 
where I, that's where I was at. And, and I was so happy where they were at. And that inspired me eventually. You know, it's yeah. like, wow, if they did it, I can still do it. And I, mm-hmm. and you know, and I'm still part of that group. I'm still part of that networking. And it's just amazing when yeah. we accept where we are. And thank you so much for that answer, whoever is listening. And they are in that transition, you know, between getting back to normal or getting back to their business or <laughs> growing their business or their career, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's okay. okay. So you just gave them permission to be okay with that. <laughs> yes. Yes. And really, and I really think that's something that we need to accept. I think we're hard on ourselves and expect so much. Um, but if you look at how far you've come in 10 years, you know, if you have this big goal and you think every day you're thinking, I'm not going to make it, I'm not going to make it. And then, you know, a year passes and you're like, oh, wow, look how far I've come. Look back and see. And like you, I'm so sorry about your sister. That's heartbreaking, but you you had so much to process and the internal growth that I bet happened with you far surpasses any growth you would have made in your career. Yes, 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 it did. And it's still, it's still. Yes, it doesn't end. (laughs) It doesn't end. (laughs) Yeah. It's healing is not something that it's a time. Yeah. Finish. There's no finish. Right. There's no finish time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, that's the word. There's no finish line. Yeah. Thank you so much for for all the wisdom that you share with us today. Where can people connect with you and find more about your services? Where are you most active? Uh, they can find me if they go to, and get my free guide. It's lp.fordandbeauty.com, and I am there. They can just reply to any of those emails, and I will. I'll be right there for them. <laughs> Awesome. And all the links to your social media and and to your website will be provided on the show notes. Thank you so much for this wonderful time. I learned a lot. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with your friends and family and consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell us what you think on social media. On Instagram at MayiLens and on Facebook page, Conversations with Maggie Lens. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, talk to you soon.